The black swan life is an uncommon one. It's for every man or woman who is too rare to fit into the status quo, even if they have tried. It's about love, life, faith, and money in a way that honors our uniqueness in a world of conformity. I firmly believe that when any area of our lives goes into crisis, we must examine the relationship we have with that thing, place, or person to restore the balance that fuels recovery and prosperity. My name is Chengi. I am the founder of the Black Swan Relationship Academy, dating and relationship expert, life coach, mother, sister, auntie, to every single one of the Black Swans in the world that need me to be that for them. Here on the Black Swan Life podcast, I believe wholeheartedly that relationships are life and life is relationship. For dating and relationship advice, follow Black Swan Relationship Academy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. But for now, welcome, Black Swan. Let's glide into today's lake and swim. Okay, okay. So you've got me here today. I'm so sorry that we haven't been uploading podcasts. Unfortunately, we had a bit of a technical misunderstanding with my team. Um, they believed that they had posted them and they hadn't. So, and also, uh, I haven't been producing podcasts in, uh, in quite some time because I've been so busy with my YouTube channel. But I'm here today and today we're talking about unlearning and learning how money works. And I'm not going to go in deeply into it. I'm not a financial expert. And I'm going to bring in some financial experts to have a chat with us. And I know we don't really want the kind of in-depth stuff because that can be enough. That can be a lot of work to kind of understand the financial world. Um, it takes some learning and some education, and I am still very much learning myself. But I really wanted to talk to us today on a very simple level, having come from being a struggling single mom with three jobs and working 14 days straight with maybe one day off if I was lucky, to being truly blessed financially, where I don't actually worry about money. My personal finances um, are really comfortable. And it, it's, it was a bit of a shock to me mentally because I was so used to struggle. I know how to struggle. I know how to make 10 pounds stretch for a whole month. I know how to keep the pennies. So it was very interesting for me to, to get to a stage in life where I didn't even need to count the pennies anymore. I didn't need to, to look at the price of anything when I go shopping, um, certainly food shopping. Um, so I just wanted to talk about that transition and what I had to unlearn really to, to get to this point. And I am by no means the richest woman you're going to meet yet. <laughs> I'm on my way, but I'm definitely very privileged and um, I do earn more than the average woman. And I'm very, very grateful. But the switch for me, what I had to unlearn was the trading time for money. And I know we've heard this before. I'm sure you've heard this at different conferences. I used to go to all of these uh, trade shows and conferences and financial whatevers and hear people say, well, you're an idiot if you trade time for money. Um, and that's usually what we do with our J-O-B, right? We trade our time and in many ways, our expertise for money. We get paid hourly. And many of us who transitioned into entrepreneurship took the same culture of charging for an hour and really kind of valuing our services based on time. And as a result, you know, it was struggle life because I had to pull so many hours uh, in order for me to, to, to survive really until it dawned on me that we 
when we want to court money, when we want to 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 have money in our lives, we have to trade our expertise for money, and that's really powerful. And there's a story I was uh, telling a friend of mine the other day, and I heard this story, and maybe some of you have already heard the story, but it really was a light bulb moment for me. I heard it many many years ago, but sometimes the information just drops when it does. And it's the story really of a power plant, and I'm remembering it, so it's probably not going to be accurate. So forgive me for those of you who kind of know the story. And in this power plant, um, everything shuts down. And of course, they bring in all the experts and all the leaders and all the best people to address the situation. And they come on and they go right into it and they decide, you know, we're going to, um, you know, we we can't fix it. Some people were there for 48 hours and some were there for weeks and still couldn't be fixed or it would be fixed for two minutes and it wouldn't work. So eventually they hear about this expert in town and and they call this man over and you know he comes over to the power plant when everybody's thinking right this is our last and final shot and he walks into the power plant and he looks around for about five minutes he walks over to a particular part of the wall turns the switch on and the whole power plant comes alive so he turns around and he says okay so that will be half a million so they're looking at him and thinking uh mate you've been here for 10 minutes you just walked over to the wall and switched it on i think you're being a bit extreme and he said well you didn't pay me to be here for any amount of time you paid me to know exactly what the problem was and to fix it And that's what I've done. Okay. Now the amount of money asked for, I forget. I just put a half a million there just to, you know, really give us a bit of a, whoa, okay, moment. But the bottom line is he didn't charge for the 10 minutes he was there. And he didn't charge for tinkering, you know, he charged to know where the problem lies. And all of us, regardless of what we do, we know where the problem lies in some area of life. And often in an area of life, we didn't think you could get paid to fix. You know, I started my YouTube channel as a hobby to help women like me who'd just been dating disasters and had a lot of pain in their relationships. I had zero understanding that you could actually monetize content. It really was a vocation and acts of love, something I did when my son was with his father and I, I was alone. It was really just to help women, but nobody told me that you could monetize. So, and to be honest, it would have never occurred to me that you can actually charge women and people to help them with their love lives. And I certainly didn't feel the most qualified, but what I found was that people have always come to me. They've always, always come to me. Even when I was a makeup artist, there would be long queues, you know, in suffrages for women who just got this long queue. And I was thinking, I know I'm a good makeup artist, but am I that good? And I realized it wasn't because of my makeup artistry, even though I was a very good makeup artist at the time. It really was more to do with the fact that women found comfort in telling me their relationship stories. And they were the only stories I was told and they would come for counsel and they would come for feedback. And I'd already started coaching. So I always knew intuitively what was blocking people from finding love, but I just didn't think that anybody would be prepared to pay for it. And that's probably you, my great little listener, whoever you are, wherever you are in the world, maybe you are uber rich. So you can probably teach me a thing or two, but I wanted to really share that because we all have something in our hands. You know, I don't believe under any circumstance that God is not fair, that, you know, he sends us all with just rubbish cards. There's always a trump card. There's always something that we do really well. The problem is that we underestimate it. We devalue it because no one's ever applauded us for it. No one's ever, you know, put value on it, validated it as a gift. 
you know, and in this modern day, more than ever, whilst this principle has existed through the foundations of time, in the modern day, more than ever, in the digital age, it's really a time where you no longer really need to trade your time for money. You might need to do that whilst you build some capital for yourself and establish your work. But it's really about figuring out your superpower and honing in on it and and becoming the best, best, best person you can be at that job. You know, when I realized that I could hone in my natural abilities, I could hone in my intuition, put some education, some study, some learning around it, then there really isn't a price too high for somebody who genuinely wants to heal and connect and find love. You know, I learned that. What is the price for love. I mean, maybe you can tell me as you listen to this podcast, what is the price for love? What is the price for when that person gets the solution to their problem? What is the price for that? It's priceless. Half the time, what we truly offer people is never really the action itself. As entrepreneurs in the 21st century, we're not offering the, you know, I will, you know, do your videos for you. Um, What you're really offering is I'm going to save you some time. I'm going to give you some time to work on other things that are important by doing your videos. How much is saved time worth? Okay. How much is that worth saving time? How many of us would love to save time? When you are a, a virtual assistant, you are saving, you know, somebody a lot of time that they can use to invest in making more money or connecting with their loved ones. But the problem is we often sell people the actual skill, the actual hours, the actual work. And truth be told, they can probably do that themselves. What we're giving people is something way more priceless and, and valuable. And this is where we really need to understand the value. What is the value? The value is always in the intangibles and being able to really communicate that first and foremost to yourself and then to those who are watching. Because trust me, I have paid a lot of money to know what's in people's heads rather than to spend time with them. Okay. To have somebody say, well, well, that's your problem over there rather than spending two hours with them talking. I just want to know what the problem is and I'm going to fix it. And so we have to first, and this takes time. I know on a very cerebral level, I know you're like thinking on a very conscious level, you're thinking, yeah, well, I get it, but how does that play out in the real world? And I want you to know that the playing out piece, that's the learning piece, but the learning piece doesn't start until you unlearn the idea of trading your time for money. You have to first question that and interrogate that. You have to look at that and say, is that really all I'm capable of doing? And and this cannot be the way that we make money now. Once you determine that and you choose to abandon the idea that we get wealthier by trading more time, that we secure our finances by trading more time, when you decide to abandon that belief system, then what will happen is your mind will begin to be open to ideas and will begin to to come into the right conversations with the right people. Right now you're, you're listening to this podcast because you're supposed to listen to it. You're supposed to hear it. It's for you because some part of you has left as has opened a doorway, right? There's a part of you that's questioning your life and your finances as they are. You're really starting to kind of think, is this all there is? And take it from me, I have, you know, been blessed, very blessed. And there's still levels to go because for me, as you know, 
money is not for me to be able to live on my full on dreams. Money is always going to be for me to serve the world, to serve my family, to serve my friends, to serve those in need. That's where I get my personal joy and fulfillment from, not necessarily living in a big mansion and driving expensive cars. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. And it doesn't mean that I will not live in a mansion and drive expensive cars. But really, it's it's not my love language. It's not what gets my fire burning. And I want to obviously have a lot more so I can build hospitals and schools and, and developing countries and change lives in a really meaningful way and create legacy. And that's why I particularly love and want to have money in my life. And still, I struggle with and thinking certain things around money, thinking that, you know, money doesn't love me, <laughs> that when I'm not flowing financially that there must be, you know, it's money doesn't want to be around me until I had to sort of rethink that no, I, I money does love me and it, it does want to be around me. And I had to unthink a lot of the the thoughts I had about money. You know, this 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 relationship I was creating with money was really toxic and unhealthy. You know, I needed to create a healthy, loving relationship with money and know that money would always be present for me, that money would always want to present itself to me and money would always want to love me and fight for me. And the moment I started to heal, I that has helped me to go to different levels. And some of us have to heal our money wounds. Some of us have a lot of money wounds. We grow up in poverty. Some of us did and some of us grew up, uh, you know, with not enough or loads of money, but not enough love around it. So we've built a resentment towards it. Some of us have money stories that are really super broken and we're just playing those out in our adult lives. So it's really about a journey of unlearning your stories. Okay. And so I really truly believe that wealth and personal development and growth in this area are directly connected we have to adjust our relationship with money. And we shall be doing that on this podcast with some really important people that are going to come and teach us how to really change our relationship with money. Because before we can do the technical things, before we can invest and before 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 we can create proposals and before we can really think through how we're going to create wealth on a practical level, we, we have to heal the relationship with money. We have to heal our beliefs around it and, 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 and how we, how we think money feels about us. And I, I know I'm personifying money, but that's because money is energy. You know, I want you to consider somebody giving you money and they don't want to, there's something about that energy that's very different from somebody who gives you money and they're delighted. It's the same piece of paper or the same transfer but it has a different energy around it, right? Which tells us that money in itself carries energy, transmits energy. And we know that if our energies counter money, if we have a hate relationship with money or uncomfortable relationship with money or a broken relationship with money or a toxic relationship with money, then that energy that is money is going to find it hard to, 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 to find itself in our lives. It's going to find hard to to locate us. So we are all wealthy in, in, in financially, but it's the blocks that is, is, is the blocks that are keeping that wealth from flowing. And some of these blocks are, you know, um, I'll lose it if I make it, you know, if I make loads of money, I'm going to become heartless um, and I'm going to become a bad person and I, I'm going to lose myself. And if I make 
money, then I'm only going to lose it and embarrass myself. Oh, I can't make money. Girls like me or guys like me don't make money. You know, I'm content with what I have because I'm too scared to ask for more. And I don't really think money wants to be in my life. These are all stories we tell ourselves that create energy that repels or compels money towards us. And it's really important that we begin to address our money stories. So in this podcast, I wanted to challenge you and prime you and prep you for, um, you know, our, ma- our money stories, how we are going to evolve, how we're all going to learn to have better relationships with money. And we're going to do this together because I certainly have not arrived. So we're going to do this together as we explore the unlearning series. And next year, we will hopefully stop unlearning and really start doing a lot more learning. And I'm going to see you soon. And and we will be discussing some of our health stuff that we need to unlearn. I hope that you enjoy today's podcast and I will see you on my next one. In the meantime, do take care of you. Love you lots. Bye-bye now. Thank you so much for listening to the Black Swan Life podcast and joining myself and my guests here. And do not forget to go to the Black Swan Relationship Academy.com for any of your relationship needs, married or single. We're here for you to support you. My coaches and I will be happy to. And of course, follow us on YouTube, Black Swan Relationship Academy, Instagram, Facebook. You will find Black Swan Relationship Academy on all of your social handles. And we will love to continue this conversation. In the meantime, my darlings, do take care of you. Love you lots. Bye-bye now.